Hey everyone, this is Stefan Miller and welcome to The Forever Student. Our next guest has a background in banking and executive search and has also become a life and NLP coach about eight years ago. During COVID, he has also created a health and happiness factory at his home, which we'll learn more about today, with the goal of helping as many people as possible to become healthier and happier. Benoit, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's a pleasure to have you here. And um, I think we want to just jump right in by asking you, what got you interested in coaching and helping people? It's all of a, a bit of a journey of um, having come here in Dubai 16 years ago. And uh, when I was back in Switzerland, I used to do some courses in, in the US at Harvard Business School and things like that, you know, like one week courses. But do, when, when you are in Dubai, you become like a bit of lazy, you enjoy life and all that. So after a while, I realized I have to do something. And uh, I, I wanted to do a photography course in New York and I, I didn't get accepted. So I looked at what's the second best thing to do. And uh, for me, not for anybody else. And uh, I went into coaching. So I started coaching for me. But having my executive search uh, company, I, I quickly realized that coaching, you can help a lot of people changing jobs, looking for new jobs, changing their careers. And uh, that became quite, quite uh, handy. And well, how do you define coaching? Coaching is helping people to find the solutions they typically have in themselves, but to, to, to motivate them to go to that goal, which as we just talked before, uh, you, you, you have all these resolutions at the beginning of the year, and then you know, after a couple of weeks, you stop them. So the, the, the life coach is very much like a PT in, in the gym, where uh, when, you, when you do 10 reps and you think that's it, the PT comes in and makes you do more, heavier, longer, uh, and you grow. And what kind of, especially on the life coaching part, what kind of people search for life coaches? Or is it really, there's not really a particular type of person that does it? I, I like to, and especially with your background, I, I like to see it in the, or compare it with the sports industry. Uh, there is no good sports person today who doesn't have a coach. And the, the coach has a very important role, or coaches, most of them have more than one. Um, it, it's to bring the best out of you. You know, you, in, in the business, if, if, if you're doing great in a company, in the banking industry where I do executive search, um, they, they, they think that, that that's great. But if the guy is only at 80%, what, what if he was going at 100% or 120%, you know? Um, in, in my industry, in that, that, that banking industry, a, a lot of people, a lot of banks came to me when they have problems. So they, they, they coached a lot, the underperformers, which I think if you wanted to invest money in, in things, you should, you should invest coaching in the best performers more than in the low performers. Um, yeah, but co coaching is very similar to this, this, uh, those sports people. To, if you want to be the best in whatever you do, uh, a coach can help you. Yeah. And so that's, life coaching is something that I think a lot of people are aware of and have an idea of, of what it entails, even though it's quite broad. 
But then NLP is also a qualification that you have. Could yeah. you, I don't know if it's easy to explain, but could you quickly tell us what NLP is and how it could potentially benefit someone um, who's getting coached through it? It's maybe the easiest way to is, is to compare it to life coaching. So life coaching is, is motivational. So you help the people set the goals. And, and the NLP has this manipulative aspect. Uh, now, manipulation has a bit of a, a negative connotation. But if, if you can help somebody to stop smoking, that's not that negative, you know? So people have struggles with, with whatever in life. And, and if you can have that manipulative aspect to it where they don't know what's happening, but it's just working, uh, that, that's pretty cool. So how would you do that? Like, how would you, let's say someone smoking comes to you and, and, and says, I want to stop. What's sort of the process there from an NLP standpoint? Um, it's to define why he's smoking, you know, is it a pleasure? Is, is it an addiction? And, and talk about that, setting some goals, maybe short-term targets, long-term targets, health issues, uh, shock the person, uh, getting the person out of comfort zone going in the hike and, and see how his limitations are because he's smoking. So it, it's getting that where he, he actually going to decide, I mean, I mean, sorry for my English. So just let's stop that, you know? It's basically helping someone come to their own realization. Well, that's both with life coaching and, and NLP. At the end of the day, you can't force anybody to do anything, but you use tools which makes it for the person feeling it's easier to do it. And you said that um, life coaching and NLP coaching, the, the reason you did it was for yourself. Yeah. How has it helped you? Or, and let me add to that. When you say you did it for yourself, um, one, how has it helped you personally? And, and what did you feel it would help with before you did it? Um, I, I didn't know much. I thought, so the, the coaching for me was very new. I, I went into that and then I, uh, I went through those sessions and I laughed, I cried. I learned a lot of things about myself, uh, limiting beliefs, uh, how, how you deal with emotions. Uh, and I, I grew, I grew. And whenever I learn something, I like to share it with people. So being being going through that process of coaching people and uh, uh, being coached and then coaching people, I, I, I was like that. So NL, NLP just put an, another aspect to it, you know. You, you could probably add other things as well uh, apart from NLP and, and coaching. But um, so I, I, I concentrated on that and I've, I've coached CEOs in the region. Uh, I've coached students, I've coached uh, Next Generation Emiratis in, in one of the biggest banks here in the region. And uh, it, it's great to see the change in the people, you know, the, the, the growth, the, yeah, it's, it's that change, that smile. You know, my, sometimes it's just a little thing, but it's, it's a big thing for me and I hope a big thing for them as well. What's usually stopping them from going to the next level? What are they usually stuck on? Because for me, like when we've spoken, 
before. It's it's the self-limiting beliefs. Is there anything else as well that you see commonly? I think all all of us, you know, we 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 like to find excuses outside of us rather than inside of us. It's it's the environment, it's the economy, uh, it's it's the color of my skin, it's uh, thing, and and they become reality if you think that's the reason. So they might not be there, but you create those, and it, it's maybe even worse than limiting beliefs. It's it's things you incarcerate in your in yourself, and it blocks you. And to find out that that is not the reason, or to find out that maybe it's another reason which you can handle, that that helps. Uh, is there one specific things? I, I no, I don't. I I think if, we're so individuals, you know. If, uh, but it, it's it's that human aspect, you know. Uh, you you typically don't want to get out of your comfort zone uh, when you're when you're good in in. I, I I come back with my with the industry, you know. In a bank, you're a director in a bank. You're making decent money. You would like to be promoted, but you, they took somebody else, you know. You have a wife, you have two kids, you know, it, it, it's all fine, but you're not really happy, you know. And then you realize that you have to get out of your comfort zone to get to that next level. It, it, can, be, it can be really anything. It can be your health. It can be the, the place you live. It can be changing radically a job uh, because it's not fulfilling. And I'm helping people. I, actually, I have people who have resigned because I coached them. They, they came to the realization that they actually hate their job, you know, and, and they went completely something. Wow. What do you think is the main reason that people don't want to be, people don't want to step outside of their comfort zone? Uh, the words the word says it you know it it's comfortable um, to 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 maybe uh, to as a transition into in, in, into what i do today the uh, every year i do something uh and and last year i was very much into fasting I, I i tried all the different fastings on on myself the dry fasting long fasting water fasting juice fasting uh intermittent fasting and in the middle of last year, I, I decided to uh, to go in my temperature limitations, and we we we're all very comfortable between eighteen and twenty four degrees. I think because when it's under eighteen, people tend to put on a jumper. When it's sixteen, probably put on the heating if you have. Most of the houses don't have heating here, um, but when it's when it's twenty five, twenty six, you typically put the AC on. So. If you think a hundred years ago, our temperature limitations was wide. You know, we we had no heating. We had to live at zero degrees, thirty degrees, and all. But now it's very limited. So I said I wanted to go into the hot, and in the cold, hot was very easy. We're in Dubai, so you start doing something in January, and you continue. The, the, this experiment, let's yes. call it, that you were doing, that was for yourself at the yes. beginning, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, also, the fasting was for myself. But can I, can I quickly yeah. ask you, like, in terms of the fasting, because mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm fascinated by fasting, and I think a lot of the listeners are as well. What what worked for you, and what kind of benefits did you see before we transition back into uh, the temperature? 
it, it depends what you want to achieve. Mm. Uh, and typically, the, the, the tougher it gets, the more benefits you get. Uh, the, the toughest wasn't the eight-day non-eating. A lot of people, wow, you didn't eat for eight days? That's, that was quite easy. It's the non-drinking and not eating. And I, my target was 48 hours, and I stopped after 44. Close enough. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, yeah, I'll do it again. <laughs> I have to reach the 48. The, the, the 44, uh, I remember like every hour I did it. It was so powerful. Uh, on hour 40, I took a shower. I thought the water was going through my skin directly into my body. Because you were so dehydrated. No, I, I, I went to the loo uh, a few hours before I stopped. Not, not much, but you, you, your body adjusts, creates, uh, burns fat into, into water and oxygen and energy. Um, but uh, no, you get, you get feelings you never had before. Uh, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Just for that, I would do it again. Okay. Um, Back to temperature. Uh, no, but, but on, on terms of your, to answer your question, I think different fasting can, can do different things to you. Uh, so the, the intermittent fasting, which I think you do as well, yeah. it's kind of a lifestyle. Uh, and it's quite easily doable. And it adjusts a lot. It, it helps your immune system. Autophagy kicks in at, at the, the last one or two hours. Uh, so it has a, a lot of health benefits. Yeah. And your organs can, can relax a little bit. Yeah, that. And, and I mean, there's benefits that I've seen are increased energy levels. But I've also seen you know, very common sense sort of benefits of having more time on your hands. You know, when you're, when you're only eating between 12 and 6 or 12 and 8, and you don't have to worry about breakfast, and that's not on your mind, and you don't have to cook, and you don't have to order food, all of a sudden you have more time on your hands. And it's, it's quite liberating from on, that standpoint too. On, on the eight-day eight fasting I did without eating, I was bored. Yeah. You know, you, you realize you spend like, what, two to three hours a day Buying food, preparing food, washing dishes and all that. And that all goes. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how much more time you have. And how much money you save. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so on the, on the, on the temperature uh, discomfort, let's say it. Huh? Discomfort, yeah. Um, I started, in, uh, started in, in, in January going into hiking and desert walking. January is beautiful. February is very nice. March is nice. April gets a bit warmer. And then May starts, starts to, to really want to do that. And you go to the, I mean, to the desert, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Desert or hiking. And uh, I, I went through the whole, uh, through the whole uh, year, last year. So I run in the desert in August. I climbed mountains. And, uh, you know, you don't go from January to August. So you, you adapt. And your body, you make sure you hydrate enough, electrolytes and all that, salts. It's, it's very doable. So that was quite easy. And if you, if you want to do any ice therapy or things, you Google two things and Wim Hof comes up. Yeah, tell us more about, tell us more about the ice and, and how you got into that. So that was end of last year. Uh, well, no, middle of last year. I found I, I, I was aware of Wim Hof, started to watch a few videos he's done and all that. And I said, well, that's what I want to do next year. 
so the hot here and and the ice uh, the ice therapy and all that and and go into one of his seminars in uh, in Poland. So could you could you uh, before we continue could you tell listeners who he is and what he does? Wow, that would take probably a few hours. But <laughs> in 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 a in a nutshell, that's I think that's how they they introduce him. He's called the Iceman. He's known as the Iceman. Um, but he does three things. He 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 does breathing. Uh, he does yoga, and he does ice related stuff. And the combination of that makes him kind of. Uh, unaccessible to bacterias and, and and viruses, he hasn't been sick for 25 years, and so so he's known as the the Ice Man, and uh, uh, he's now very respected in the industry. I think uh, he's been interviewed and has has gone with Whoop uh, Loop and Joe Rogan interviews, and uh, now research is going on to him. So they they. They put influenza in him and he didn't react. They said, well, because you're not normal. He took 10 people and he trained them for just three weeks and they injected influenza in them. None of them reacted. And they took another 10 people, injected influenza. All of the 10 got it. So now, now it's, it's almost a proof, you know, something's working here. Uh, what else is, you know, he has like, I don't know, 22 or 26 world records related to ex- extreme stuff. He, he ran half a marathon barefoot in Antarctic. He went uh, on it on just on shorts in Kilimanjaro. He he went the Mount Everest, also on a t-shirt, I think, or something like that. The Mount Everest, uh, without obviously without oxygen. He took a group of people in Kilimanjaro and helped them with breathing exercises so they didn't have the, the altitude sickness. Um, and, 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 I mean, there's books written now about him. So. And how have you applied <clears throat> what he does to... So I did his online course, uh, which, which got me a li- little bit familiar with what he does. And, and then I was supposed to go to Poland in, in March, which didn't happen because of COVID. And um, so during COVID, I said, well, I couldn't go there, so I'll do it myself. And I, I had very little idea how to do it and, and the, the details, etc. But uh, at the end, it's just ice. You, know? <laughs> you go there for two minutes, for three minutes, for four minutes. Um, and you, you get the different breathing techniques you can have just just to get calm in the eyes and then to stay longer in the eyes, to stay very long in the eyes, to be comfortable in the eyes, to move pains around. We did that yesterday. Yeah? We did that yeah. yesterday. So for everyone listening. That's NLP, by the way. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for everyone listening, yesterday, um, January 5th, we went to see Benoit at his house to uh, basically go through the experience. And it was incredible. And I think it would be worth Let's first maybe go back to how you started off with just having this ice bucket okay. at your house to what it is that we did yesterday. So again, COVID, you know, we were, we couldn't do much. I bought a bucket and I started to order ice for me. And then my neighbor said, what are you doing? 
he, he jumped in and then we closed our little compound where which you see yesterday, saw yesterday. It's just 12 houses. Uh, we, we secluded ourselves. We, we continued to pay our gardeners, but asked them not to come because they had contact with other people. So we, we were a community for during the COVID. And then, uh, so somebody was doing hula hoop classes. One, one was doing yoga classes. David was doing, uh, scuba diving classes in the swimming pool. Uh, I forget one or two, uh, and and I was I was offering ice bath experiences. <laughs> I call it experiences because I don't think we really knew what we were doing at that time. And uh, yeah, so it 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 went into. I have a friend. Can he come over for the ice bath? And and then we, we everybody was googling Wim Hof. What is this? And how do we need to breathe? And so so we learned a lot together. And uh, then from March to April, May, pretty much friends of friends of friends. And, and then it became bigger uh, quite, quite quickly. In, in June, I, I, I posted, I actually created an Instagram account and posted a picture on the 28th of June. And uh, yeah, then, then hundreds of people wanted to do that. And when someone comes, when you have a group of people over, what's the process that you take them through? It's typically a mix of people who have done it before with me or with somebody else and uh, people who come for the first time. So I, I want to make sure that everybody's at the same level. Uh, I think so. We have, we have like, why are you here? And... Uh, how scared are you, you know? <laughs> and, and, you know, to make people feel comfortable that, you know, especially I asked them the people, so how did you do it the first time? And so it, it gives them a little bit of confidence, good, a feel-good uh, atmosphere. And, and then we, we typically calibre the people, how their breathing is. Uh, then we do a, we, we do a breathing exercise, uh, which is very powerful. And, and the, 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 the people... The people uh, today don't breathe properly. They, apparently, the, the statistics now show that uh, over 90% of the people don't breathe properly. Um, and it's, it's amazing. If you, if you think, we send our kids to school, you know, to do math and writing. We don't teach them how to breathe. You know, we, we teach them how to wash their hands. But that's actually one of the, the only things we do in terms of basics. Actually, in, in a bracket. So I, I, went to, I went to the DED and I asked for a license to, to, to do what I'm doing. I said, what are you doing? I said, well, I help people breathe and I put them into water. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a license for that. <laughs> so I, 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 he said, what, do you do anything else? I said, I go hiking. Okay. And then they asked me if I do picnics. I said, well, people take snacks on their hikes and they eat it, yeah? Because we have a picnic license. So I said, but that's not really the core of the license. And we, we found, we, I, got, I got eventually a license to, to cover what, I, what I'm doing. But that was, that was quite a funny episode. Bracket closed. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, where were we? On the, so, so the journey the, the people go through. After the, after the, breathing, the, the, the breathing exercise, uh, 
I, I let the people relax a little bit because you, ex, you, 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 you realized yesterday the little group we had, the people are super relaxed. So I let them enjoy that moment. Um, I like also to test people if they know how much push-ups they can do, for example, is to test them how many push-ups they can do after the breathing. And uh, it, it's, it's typically 50% more. So people who can do 20, they can do 30. And uh, they are amazed because they feel so relaxed. They don't feel that they also have the power. Uh, but you're relaxed because you're powerful. You're very self-confident. And then after that, we do a little warm-up. And then the people start going into the ice bath. Uh, guided, if they do it for the first time. A little bit less guided. Not because I don't want to guide them, but I want to give them the empowerment to be in control by themselves without them. I, I, I have people, they have come eight times to me and they want me to sit next to them. Yeah. Um, which is really not needed. And I, I try to not to do it. So I guess I will be there. So I let them go in the water and then they disappear. Where were you? Where were you? You know, I said, oh. I think it's the comfort zone once again. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I'm, you, you probably realized that yesterday, I, I, one of my joys is to, get the people out of the comfort zone with all the other tools I have in uh, at home now, you know, with the, the thing to walk on and uh, now the sauna. Uh, so, yeah, I think yesterday was, uh, I mean, it was a fascinating experience for all of us. One in terms of the breathing exercises that we did, because we first started off without doing any exercises. How long could we hold our breath for if we just, Inhale deeply, exhale, and hold it. Yeah, with exhale. So without air in your... Without air in your lungs. Yeah. And I think I was at 35 seconds. And you were good. And I was mm. decent. Yeah. People 20, 25. Yeah. Years, yeah. Then we did a quick breathing exercise in between. Mm -hmm. Then it was already three times more. I was at 130 or 135. And then we went outside and we actually went through the proper session i think it was a total of four rounds four rounds um uh, time-wise probably a total of 10-15 minutes and towards the end we each held a breath for two and a half minutes without any struggle without any struggle we were completely in the moment we were um we were completely comfortable completely relaxed and we didn't feel the need to breathe and it was, it was fascinating that that's possible with the human body. And I think, I mean, I would recommend everyone sort of going through this exercise because you, one, you test yourself a little bit and you step outside of your comfort zone. Um, but two, the effects of that breathing exercise, the, the relaxation that you feel after, the awareness that you feel after, but also then contrary to that, there's an adrenaline rush that you get, mm. um, which, was really, which was really, really interesting. So, so on, on, on uh, it, it also crashes limiting beliefs. If, if I had asked you after the 35 seconds you did, which is above average, let's try to do two minutes, you would have said it's impossible, right? Yeah. And there you go, 20 minutes later, do two and a half minutes, and you found it very easy. You told me I could have hold much longer. Yeah, and it's funny because you... you you tricked us, right? Like you, you. No, you, I don't. In a nice way, <laughs> you manipulated us in a nice way. Where you said, 
we're going to do a round of 30 breaths and you're going to inhale, you're going to exhale completely and you're going to hold your breath for a minute and we're going to do that four times. Mm -hmm. So we were under the impression that every time we were holding our breath, it was for a minute. And that's a key, it's a key thing, right? Because for us, it's like, okay, it's a minute four times. But then when we held it for two and a half minutes, I still thought it was a minute. Mm. Um, and at time, because time just flies by. And, uh, and again, I, I think whoever was there yesterday, it was five of us. Whoever was there yesterday can probably say we could have easily done another minute. Um, and nobody realized that the time went from one, one and a half to, to two and a half. Yeah, yeah. nobody. Because you, your body actually doesn't need air, okay? And also, the, the, when you relax totally, when you lay on the floor, your mind really goes and uh, time becomes a secondary issue. Yeah. And then, so then we went from the breathing exercises, then we went into the ice. We did the warm-up a little bit. We did the warm-up a little yeah. bit, just to yeah. warm up our bodies. Yeah. Um, And also to, to, to get to that movement where you, it's a shallow movement, but when you come out of the ice, when all your muscles are a bit contracted, you don't want to jump around with uh, jumping squats or something like that. So you want to do it shallow and then, and then go from there. Else you might hurt yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So we did those movements. We did that warm up, and one by one, then we went into the ice. And could you tell us, The, the technique that you recommended to get into the ice and why you recommended that from a breathing standpoint? Yeah. So when, when, I, when, I, when I go to the beach in, 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 in December or January and uh, the, the water hits my belly, you, you typically have that reaction of, <gasps> so to overgo, because we, we don't want to have reaction. We want to be in control. So we, 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 We try to do everything which is from your animal brain, from your reptilian brain, we try to eliminate or to overcome. So that's the first one. So before you go in the water, you take a big breath in so that <gasps> it's not going to happen anymore. And it didn't. Uh, so take a big breath and then you go in and you put your hands under your knees because the hands is the only part which is really painful in the eyes. And then your reptilian brain wants to breathe quickly, very fast, like, like the one we did before in the breathing exercise, which is a flight or fight mode automatism in your, in your body. And we overgo that by breathing in and breathing out very slowly, ideally for 10 seconds, which is quite long, uh, especially when you're in the ice. <laughs> Uh, but once you, once you manage to do that calmly, uh, the ice becomes warm. And you, you, you did extremely, your first breath was 10 seconds long and you felt super comfortable from the very beginning. Yeah, I think I felt, I felt pain definitely in my body. But focusing on the breath and frankly with you being there as well to, to guide you through and to say, hey, it's okay whatever you're feeling right now in your body, it's normal. Um, that's what gets you through. It's the, it's the focus. It's the trust in both your body and your mind, but also in your coach. And then over time, it just becomes more comfortable. I think your body 
your body adapts. I think the first two minutes, if I'm not mistaken, minute and a half, two minutes are the hardest. Yeah. And then after that, it's sort of like a wave. Like yeah. The cold comes and goes. Um, and I think that was, that was very interesting. So, the, and, and a part of that, there are some techniques against breathing techniques. When, when I see that people are very nervous in front of the ice packet, bucket, and you, you see that, the, you see it in their face, you know, the heart's beating way too fast. So you, you do some relaxing breathing, again, very, very slow breathe out. And then the, you do one or two or three, and you already, you relax a little bit, and then you can do that. What are the, and, and I know the answer to this, but I, the, what are the main sort of reasons for people not wanting to get into the ice? Huh. Um, I think a lot of people are, they don't like cold. That's the typical, the typical, I don't like cold. Uh, the, the thing is that it's not cold. So I don't like cold shower. But if I go in the ice bucket, you, you have no idea if it's warm or cold. I, because I'm prepared and I know what to expect. And I breathe in before I go in and I'm super comfortable. But when I take a cold shower, which is like 18 degrees, uh, I don't like it. So it's not cold. It's a mind game. It's not a temperature physical game. Why people, I, I think anxiety is a big thing. No? Anxious? But or, anxious for the ice or anxiety in general? Maybe anxiety in general. We all have some kind of anxiety, just at a different level. Um, I, I also think a lot of men don't do it because they, they don't want to fail. Interesting. Okay. Um, funnily enough, I, I, you know, as a man, I obviously I don't like to say that, but women in general are much easier to go into the ice water than men. Um, maybe because a lot of them who come to my place do yoga, so the, they are very familiar with the breathing. Uh, but a, 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 lot of the, a lot of the men, especially people who do bodybuilding, the, I mean, I, I'm, I'm putting now everybody in a pot, but the, ease, the people who go in the ice very easily are female yoga teachers. Okay. okay. That, that's probably the, the one side of the, the spectrum. And the people who, who struggle are bodybuilders, men. And uh, because it's a mind game, they, they, because they're so powerful, they think physically, they want to fight with the ice and they want to win the game, which you can't. And they stay two minutes in total agony. And they said, I did it. And it's off the bucket list. They will never do it again. But they never had the joy of being at ice. That moment you had yesterday, where you let go, and you surround, and your mind overtakes your body reaction. When you're calm, when Asma did it, she was smiling. She was happy, you know? No, was she, was in there. she was in there for seven minutes. Yeah. And with a big smile and uh, basically had to ask her to, 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 to get, get out. Because yeah. I think what you're saying is it's a, it's a mental challenge. Totally. It's not a physical challenge. Mm. But the people are afraid of this physicality. 
So also 80% of the people come to my place for the ice bath and probably 60, 70% when, when I asked them about what, what was the best experience you had today, they said, I didn't know I could breathe like that. You know? So they come for the, for the wrong thing, but they learn something new. So that, that's good. If someone wanted to start today and they don't have access to Benoit and, uh, and your house, mm-hmm. they just have their apartment or their villa. What could they do today to experience these benefits? Well, the, the, the full body immersion, they, they, they need a big bucket and, and probably 100, 120 kilo of ice to get it cold enough. But if, if you want to play a little bit your mental thing, you can just use like a, an ice bucket, a little ice bucket with one or two bags of ice and train your feet and your, and your hands. If you can do your, your hands for two minutes, you can do f- easily five minutes with your full body. We had this conversation a couple yeah. of times now where we yeah. said just doing your feet or just doing your hands and eyes is more painful and harder than growing yeah. with your full body. Yeah. So, so that's, that's a good willpower game. See, it, it's pain, but it's, it's pain you, you can take if you want to. And it helps you probably in your life, you know, when you, you are in situations in your life, you want to give up. And if you rem- remember that you had your hands in ice and you could do it, or your full body, those are experiences which bring you further in your life. And getting those similar health benefits. So, um, you know, anti-inflammation, body recovery, uh, alkaline. How do we, how else can we get that outside of just ice? The breathing would be one thing. The breathing is, is very powerful, as you, as you saw, and uh, to have alkaline blood, uh, and, and it has all these these advantages, you know, of uh, uh, creation of uh, red blood cells and improve your sports performance uh, to reduce your stress. Remember yesterday how calm you were after that. Um, and it, it apparently also enhances creativity. Interesting. Okay. The, the ice bath, which is a mental exercise in mind, but has all the physical uh, benefits of we know that since many years that it's an immune booster. So if you can't take full ice baths to take cold shower, and now it's the time to do that. Otherwise, you have to, to, to change location and go to Europe. Then you will have cold showers all year. Um, uh, you know the muscle recovery? You, 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 can, you need the full body immersion. I mean, you, you can't put your... Your, your full legs in a little bucket at home. Um, and, uh, you know, your, your, your blood flow improves, uh, your circulation. If you have low blood pressure or high blood pressure, it regulates it. It, it, it has so many benefits. Uh, I had a guy, he came three times, and uh, his asthma is almost gone. That's incredible. Yeah, you said something that he yeah. stopped using his inhaler. Well, he, the, the, the last time I had him was two weeks after he came the third time and he said he hadn't used it for two weeks. And he was almost every day on, he, he, that was the moment he needed it. So those are, it's autoimmune system, you know, it, it, uh, it resets it. Yeah. And I think it has huge benefits on your cardiovascular system as well. Yeah. It fights diseases such as cancer. 
one of the things that really stood out to me yesterday was the was the strength you get after an ice bath. Like I did 40 push-ups, which I you always do 40. No, I never do 40 <laughs> push-ups. I never do 40 push-ups. Like I usually do about 20, 25, and, and it was 40 without any struggle. Mm. One, it's probably because I was extremely cold and the adrenaline was rushing through, but I'm sure there's something else there as well. Um outside of the ice. You hike. Yeah. Could you tell us a bit more about that? Because you, you organize these hiking trips and um, you make an experience out of it. And there's a lot of similarities. Not a lot of similarities, but there's a lot. There's similarities between the ice and the hiking from a breathing standpoint, if I'm not mistaken. It's, uh, the, 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 the breathing is the, is, is the base of whatever I do. Um, so I, 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 do, I do yoga sessions. The, the base of yoga is breathing. I mean, the ancient yoga was just sitting and breathing. The poses came later. So, so the, the, the basic of yoga is breathing. And, and so I do yoga and breathing. I, we do cool, cold ice baths, uh, ice baths with, with breathing. We do now sauna, breathing, ice baths to go into the extremities within a couple of hours. And the hiking is... Uh, it's very much breathing, you know. Here, here you don't have this altitude uh, of, the, of, of, of the, the breathing uh, issues. But when you are in a sand dune, uh, the, the breathing becomes an issue if you have shallow breathing uh, and people feel really sick. And so we, we help them breathe properly on the hike. And then we, when we reach the top, we normally do a breathing session which is like you're on top of the mountain, the air is fresh, and then you, you get this adrenaline rush and uh, we, we, go, we go like quite funny, crazy. So amazing. Have a coffee. So it's a bit of an experience. And also on the hike, what I introduce now also is uh, after every hike, we do uh, feet ice baths. Mm-hmm. So, so for the ankles to recover and uh, an introduction into, into ice baths. Quite funny. Yeah. What, what kind of daily practices do you have? So we spoke about this last week where you said, you know, you only do the ice bath once a week. And um, I don't like cold. <laughs> which is so ironic. So ironic. But, but so the ice bath you do once a week. What sort of daily practices or habits do you have that, you know, keep you um, fit, strong, healthy? Um, the, the, the breathing is what I do every day. Okay. And, and it, it can be, sometimes I can't fall asleep. I do one round, breath hold, and I fall asleep. Uh, I try to do it every morning. Uh, I say try because sometimes I have the sessions and all that. So, and I can't participate while I do the session, but I do, I, I do it then later or so. So the, the, the breathing is probably made my life easier during COVID. Relaxed, uh, focused, power. Um, I go to acupuncture once or twice a month uh, because it helped my immune system four or five years ago when, when I had too many antibiotics in a short period of time. My immune system was very low. And uh, my Chinese doctor helped me to, to restore that. 
um, I go I go there like like a car, you know. You, I change the oil maintenance. The maintenance, yeah. Not 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 that I'm sick or so. Um, the ice baths and you know, it's lifestyle. Is it's what you eat, what you drink. Uh, I'm I'm probably a little bit more careful than I was before. But nothing nothing special, except the breathing and the ice baths. That's probably not what most of the people do. Um, and the breathing is the most powerful, definitely. Yeah. By far. Last question is... Oh, I fast also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or irregularly. <laughs> Fasting is a huge, yeah. huge contributor yeah. to good health. So I do... I like to do 36 hours fasting. Not, not dry fasting, yeah? just uh, water, water and coffee. Tea would be better. I like my coffee though. So I, I, um, I have a meal in the, in the evening and then I don't eat during the night, obviously. And then I, I do a fasting the whole day and I go back to bed. So that makes a 36 hour. It's quite, quite good because autophagy kicks in and immune system kicks in. So Could you explain what autophagy is? Oh, I hope you wouldn't ask that. It's, it's, your, um, it's your, your body has a system when it's under stress to create new cells by killing unnecessary ones. It's like an auto-compost. Uh, <laughs> so you, 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 take, you take old uh, oranges and uh, things from the kitchen, you put it in the compost, and then you end up with good turf. Yeah. That's what your body does in, in stressful uh, situation. Uh, the Nobel Prize winner is a Japanese doctor, professor, I don't remember his name. In 2016, he got the Nobel Prize in medicine for proving to show that we have an autophagy system in our body. And uh, the fasting is, is the one which really kicks in the autophagy. Um, but I think it kicks in after a certain amount of hours, right? Yeah, it, it's, I think it, it starts like after 12, 14 hours, but, but then it goes really up after uh, 20, 24. But also depending on what you ate before and, and, and all that. So. Yeah. Everybody has, has a bit differences. Last question. If people wanted to find out more about you or about what you do or potentially coming to one of your sessions, where can they find you and how can they get in touch with you? They, they can go through Cool Out Breathing on Instagram or Hike Up Breathing on Instagram. Or on, I have a website called endorphins.me, which is the, the happy hormone. And, or, uh, and my telephone number is all is there. So. We'll make sure to basically provide all those details to everyone out there. And uh, I highly, highly, highly recommend everyone doing this just for stepping out of your comfort zone, one, uh, to experience something very different and to experience especially the breathing piece because yeah. that is something that you can do on a daily basis. It's free. You don't need any equipment for it. And you're going to realize the benefits immediately after the session. It's not something that you have to do for three months and then slowly you see differences. You do it once and you see change right away. And it's very accessible. You go on YouTube, Gaia, Wim Hof has free applications. He has videos and all. it's all free, accessible. The air is free. Take advantage of that. In this, uh, and it, it, it boosts your immune system during this COVID time. 
what, what, what better thing to do. Do you have a specific time that you recommend doing it, like morning or evenings? A lot of people ask that question, and I, I always refer them to the gym. Some people go to the gym only in the morning, and some people say, I can only go in the gym in the afternoon or at night. So I think it's individually. Uh, I, I'm a morning person. I, go, I used to go to the gym in the morning. I do my breathing in the morning. Uh, but I, I don't think there is a good or a bad time to do breathing. Uh, you, you did it last time, uh, yesterday, and I'm sure you slept very well, yeah. despite of all the adrenaline. Like a baby. <laughs> it was beautiful. Big baby. Big baby. <laughs> but no, I want to thank you so much for, for being here today. I think, uh, you know, we love providing people with the tools and resources to become a better version of themselves. And I think breathing, ice, cold, discomfort are all different tools for people to, to do that. I really hope that everyone who's listening is going to give this a shot. Um, and you can reach out to Benoit directly. He's, he's extremely responsive, uh, responsive on, on Instagram, over email, etc. And, um, and yeah, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. It was great. Thanks a lot. Amazing. Thank you. Coaching is helping people find the solutions they have within themselves, but also to motivate them to go to that goal. A life coach is like a personal trainer in the gym. They keep you accountable, on track, bring the best out of you, and push you when you need it most. We briefly spoke about fasting. Benoit said that in his experience, the tougher it gets, the more beneficial it gets. But different types of fasting will get you different results. It, it really depends on what you're looking for. We also spoke extensively about ice and about cold. Benoit studied Wim Hof, has the proven benefits of specific breathing methods and the use of ice immersion. The list of benefits is huge. Anti-inflammation, blood flow improvement, blood pressure regulation, muscle recovery, relaxation, better sleep, strengthening your mind, breaking self-limiting beliefs, and the list goes on and on. We discussed the process Benoit goes through and how you can start at home yourself. So check out Wim Hof videos on YouTube. Take cold showers and try an ice bath if you have the chance. If you're in Dubai and want to try out a session with Benoit, get in touch with us and we'll get you in that ice ASAP.